0: Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you glory for this day. We honor you, Father. We magnify and we exalt your holy name. There is no other God that we bow down to but you, God of heaven, the ancient of days. Father, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit of the living God, we thank you for this platform. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to share the word of God with our brothers and sisters all around the world father we pray that those who will be listening to this teaching oh god will receive your word but not just be receivers but be doers of the word father we pray in jesus mighty name amen well um hello everybody hello to everyone who is listening right now i am a latter-day preacher i come all the way from south africa to bring you the word of god of course this is your favorite podcast your favorite podcast um deep utterances of the word of god is the name of the podcast where we talk about where we share the word of god basically share the word of god share the word of god well i hope that you are blessed wherever you are it is a chilly friday in south africa it is very chilly today surprisingly because uh things are no longer the same you know are no longer the same it is spring in south africa it's supposed to be warm by this time supposed to be warm by this time but it's chilly it's been winter since the beginning of this spring So I hope you are well. Hope you are blessed. I feel blessed. I feel blessed. Well, we are today on the book of Colossians, um, one of the apostles of Paul. Of course, one of the letters of Paul to the church in Colossia. This is um, uh, we are on chapter three. We are on chapter three, and we are reading on chapter three. And the theme of this um, scripture or the sermon today the old life and the new we're talking about the old life and the new the old life being the life that you had before you encountered jesus christ and the new being the life that you are living now now that you are in christ well i invite even those who are not yet born again to 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 listen to listen to to listen to the word of god well if you have your own views or you want to share uh, some word with me like on this platform anchor of course they, they are, there they, they, they is where you can just leave your message like a voice message where you want to like um, talk to me or share or you have op- op- opinions or we can just share the word of God or rather you would like to have my WhatsApp numbers so that we can continue communicating as brothers and sisters about the Word of God. You can do that. You can simply do that on this platform, Anchor. You can leave. Praise God! You can leave your voice message. You can leave your voice message. Praise Mighty Jesus as you do that. Well, let us let us get into our Word of the Day. Uh, as I said before, it is the book of Colossians. Colossians, yes, chapter 3. Let us read. You have been raised to life with Christ. So set your hearts on the things that are in heaven, where Christ sits on his throne at the right-hand side of God. Verse 2 says, keep your mind, your minds fixed on things there not on things here on earth praise mighty jesus thank you lord as we begin chapter 3 we we get the point that paul is trying to put across to the church in colossia He says, you have been raised to life, meaning that you were dead before you knew Christ, before you knew Jesus, or in other words, before you have encountered or before you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord, you were dead because you were in sin. Anyone who is in sin is dead. Anyone who is in sin is dead anyone who lacks the knowledge of God is dead is in darkness so when you when you get to know where the day that you accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior that's when you are raised that's when you are raised that's when you are raised to life that's when you are raised to life remember what the Bible says the Bible says that um, the Bible says that when 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 Jesus when Jesus, praise mighty Jesus, when Jesus was sacrificed and killed, when Jesus was sacrificed on the cross and killed, that was you, basically you and me, before we knew him. You know, the same thing happened to us when he was put on the cross. We were on that cross. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. And then the Bible says that on the third day he was resurrected. So the day you accepted him as your personal Savior and Lord, that is the day that you were resurrected with him. Hence, Paul is saying you have been raised to life with Christ. Before you knew Christ, you were dead. Dead. Hallelujah. Before you knew Christ, you were dead. So, and then he continues and says, so, so, set your hearts on the things that are in heaven. So, set your hearts on the things that are in heaven, where Christ sits on his throne, at the right hand side of God. In other words, Focus. Focus. On the things, or fix your eyes on God, fix your eyes on Jesus, fix your eyes on Jesus. Because if you don't do that, if you don't do that, then you will lose focus. But if you keep your eyes or keep or fix, your eyes on on and on the promises of God and fix your eyes on the things of of heaven and fix your eyes on on, on the Monday that God has given you on this earth then you will lose you will lose your focus so he says so set your hearts on the things that are in heaven you know what is in heaven you know that heaven has what we call eternal life. Heaven has what we call eternal life. You know that you can sit. You know, that is what I actually do sometimes when I, when maybe after prayer or when I'm sitting around and I'm thinking about things of God. Sometimes I would have the, this picture, this, this imagination of, 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 of heaven, you know, and, 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 and I would imagine, you know, the new Jerusalem, you know, so I guess that is what Paul is saying here when he said, when he says, set your hearts on things that are in heaven. You know, what is going to be like in heaven, always fix your eyes on things of God. That is what Paul is saying. So, so where Christ sits on the right, on his throne, on the right hand side of God, hallelujah. So verse two says, keep your minds fixed on things there. Not on things here on earth. Because here on earth, if you are going to focus on earth, as I said before, you're going to lose your focus. As I've said, the Bible says that, you know, uh, even though you are on this earth, but you are not of this earth. So that is what you should be saying to yourself every day as a Christian. If you don't want to lose your focus, No, even though I am on this earth, i am not of this uh, of 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 this world even though i am on this world but i am not of this world in if, if you by doing so praise mighty jesus then you 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 you, you are you 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 are siping yourself you know to 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 focus on things of god not of this On things of heaven, not of this earth. You are shaping yourself to, to, to please God. That's what God wants us to do anyway. So always recite this. You can even recite it, say it time and time again. That even though I am on this world, I am in this world, but I am not of this world. Because if you allow yourself to be of this world, then it's over for you because people of this world all they do is sin sin they live like there is no god they live like they they have nobody else to account to they live reckless lives they live wicked lives they 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 go to 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 they spend their time You know, in ungodly places, instead of being in church, worshipping God, you will find them in in taverns, you will find them in nightclubs, you will find them in all these places where they have nothing to do with God. You will will see them um, fornicating, you will see them um, uh, prostituting, you know, all these things. You know they take you away from the purpose of god or from the purpose that god has for your life on this earth praise mighty jesus praise mighty jesus so the bible says that that is what i said you must recite that even though i am in this world i am not because that is a fact that is the truth you are not of this world you are in the kingdom of god you are in the kingdom of god and say again that greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world because remember the, what the bible says in the book of Ephesians that we are not fighting against flesh we are not fighting against flesh and blood but we are fighting against spiritualities authorities authorities spirit dark forces these spirits are authorities of this world so you must always tell yourself greater is he That resides in me because the Holy Spirit resides in you. God is in you. So greater is he that is in you than the one that is in the world. So that you will not be tempted to live and sin. Praise mighty Jesus. So verse 2 says, keep your mind fixed on things there, not on things here on earth. Verse 3 says, for you have died. And your life is hidden with Christ. Praise mighty Jesus. Meaning that you have died from this world. You have died from this world. And you are hidden with Christ. You have died from the things of this world. You have died. You, You call yourself a born again child of God. Obviously, you must know that as a child of God, you have died from the things of this world. That includes sexual immorality, that includes lies, that include drunkenness, that includes prostitution, fornication, that includes all kinds of sin, stealing, all kinds of sin. That means you have died from any kind of wickedness that you used to do now you are hidden in christ now you are in christ and christ is in in you praise mighty jesus praise mighty jesus verse 4 says your real life is christ and when he appears then you too will appear with him and share his glory hallelujah then you too will appear with him and share his glory. Hallelujah. Wouldn't you love that? That is what we are, we, 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 we are praying for. That is, that is what we are praying for. That is, why, that is why we can wait as children of God to experience the glory of God, to experience that day. Because the Bible says when he appears, we will be like him. In other words, we will take another form and be like him. And experience all his glory. All his glory. Hallelujah. All his glory. We will be like him when he appears. Whether you are, maybe when when Jesus comes back, maybe I'll, I'll be dead. God will call me home before he comes back. But I have one thing that I know. I have one thing that I know, that I have play, I have a place in heaven. Why am I saying that? Because I am a born, again Christian. I have accepted the word of God, and the word of God lives in my heart. And I would like to, do, I would like to, to believe that I am living a life that pleases God. Praise God. If, yes, I am not perfect, I am a human being. But I try by all means to live a righteous life. That is why God says, Seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So the only righteousness that we should be seeking, it is the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. So we are talking about the old life and the new life. Then we are continuing reading on verse 5. You must put to death the earthly desires at work in you put to death the. i love the the, the I, I i love this bible i love this bible that i'm reading um, um the holy bible good news edition because it is a, it has simple english as you know um english is not my first language i'm an african brother i am a Xhosa man, you know in south africa but this english This this Bible suits me just fine because when I read the Bible, I read this Bible. Praise mighty Jesus! Of course, I have the other one that is translated to my language, Kosa language. I have it. It's Kosa. I have that one. But when I'm when I'm when I'm preaching or teaching in English, then this simple this this easy to understand the translation of the Bible it it makes me happy it makes me happy truly makes me happy so the old life and the new life then the Bible says in verse 5 you must put to death meaning that you must put to death then the earthly desires at work in you such as sexual immorality indecency lust evil desires you, you cannot do that. You cannot put to death um, your earthly desires. You, you cannot put to death unless you are a born-again child of God. That is why people have been going to church all their lives. But they continue sinning. They see nothing wrong with sin. They see nothing wrong with lust, with sexual immorality. They see nothing wrong with being in de- with, with with evil desires. They see nothing wrong with that. These people have been going to church all their lives. It's because why? They don't have the capacity to fight sin. In order for you to fight off these desires or to put, as, as the Bible says here, as, or to put to death these earthly desires. You must be born again. You must be born again and you must be baptized by the Holy Spirit. You must be baptized by the Holy Spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can equip, can, can, can equip you. Only the Holy Spirit can equip you to fight off these earthly desires, desires like sexual immorality, which sexual immorality, which is the most dangerous one, because it has destroyed how families, it has destroyed marriages, relationships. this sin, sexual immorality, it has destroyed the Church of God. The church of God is in turmoil today because of sexual immorality. Men of God just cannot control themselves. Or rather men of God are not strong enough to fight the devil. Because why? They have allowed the flesh to take over. Even though before they said, because you you say this to yourself, you know, I am in this world, but I am not of this world. But for a moment, you forget it and you go back to the things of the world. That is why the devil is so manipulative. And then that is why this sin is so dangerous. I'm not saying it's a bigger sin than the others, but I'm saying it is the sin that the devil uses so much. Sexual sex, must put it in simple terms sex in church, in marriages, and fornication. It's very dangerous. Lust, lust can be lust of anything. It can be lust for money, which we call dread. It can be lust for anything else. So all these are dangerous. And there is no sin that is greater than the other. If you sin, you sin. Praise mighty Jesus. So the Bible says sexual immorality, indecency, lust. These are the things that you used to do. Because before you knew Christ, remember, we're talking about the old life and the new life here. Yeah? And the new life is in Christ. So you are not expected to live the old life in the new body. You cannot. Because when you are in Christ, you have died from the old life. You have died. Now the new person in Christ has been resurrected, has been resurrected to life with Christ. So you have died. To get that into your mind so that um, you live a life that pleases God. So this is the kind of life that you you used to live. Praise mighty Jesus. Because you had no control. Because you were helpless until Jesus showed up. When Jesus showed up, you it's easy for you to fight off these things. Praise mighty Jesus. Let us continue so we're saying in indecency last evil evil passions and dread for dread is form of idol uh, idolatry of course greed is form why why is the bible say greed is form of idolatry you, you've seen men praise mighty jesus you've seen men and women with plenty of assets with plenty of money You've seen them, you've seen how they love money. You've seen, I'm sure one or two of you know of someone who used to be broke. Broke, just a normal guy, and he was was, um, a God-fearing man, a God-fearing woman when he was broke. Now, all of a sudden, God has blessed him, blessed him with money, blessed him with things. You know, now things start to change. Now he's too busy to go to church. I have a business to run, I'm too busy to go to church, I have to rush to a meeting. No, I won't be able to go to church on Sunday because I have this big meeting, I have this deal, and all of that. That's when things become your gods. That's when things become your... When you forget about God, the one who blessed you, when you forget about him and you no longer have time to wash the beam then that means you are worshipping something else. And that can only be money. That can only be the cars you have. That can only be the houses you have. And all these things which are useless at the end of the day. That's what you are worshipping. Praise mighty Jesus. So the old self used to worship all these things. The old self used to worship the money. The old self used to enjoy having a lot of women. The old self used to enjoy sleeping around. The old self used to enjoy stealing. The old self used to enjoy lying, but the new person now has put to death all those desires because those are those are earthly desires. Praise mighty Jesus. So verse 6 says, Because of such things, God's anger will come upon those who do not obey him. Verse 7 says, At one time, you yourself used to live according to such desires when your life was dominated by them. Verse 6, not, you can't skip verse 6 because it's very important. You know, if you are still deep in sin, if you are are pretending to to, to, to other brethren that you are upstanding Christian, but on their side you are doing something, um, just know that God knows. He knows and verse 6 says, because of such things, God's anger will come upon those who do not obey him. In other words, there is a day and a time when you will stand before God and answer for every wickedness. There is a day and a time, believe me, there is a day and it will come. You've been given all the opportunity. You've been given the choice to do the right thing. You've been given the Bible to guide you as your manual. You know, you know what God wants. You know what God does. You know what is a sin. You know how to please God, but you just don't want to please God. Praise mighty Jesus. Even though you call yourself a born-again Christian, but you are still in the dark. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this. There is a day and a time when you will stand before God and you will answer for your sins. Praise mighty Jesus. Because verse 7 says, at one time, you yourself used to live according to such desires. That is why it is important that we don't judge others. But we bring them what? The gospel. We preach to them so that them too, you know, may accept the gospel. And and, and, and in, in so doing, receive the salvation and the eternal life that we you know, have been given an opportunity to receive by God. So you cannot judge them. We don't beat them down, but we simply encourage them. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. We simply encourage them to become um, or to be born again. Hallelujah. We simply encourage them to be born again. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus, because we also, one, I was, for instance, let me talk about myself. I was deep in sin, you know, I wasn't always a born again Christian. I come from a family, from, I was raised by my mother, a single mother. My mother was what you call in, in South Africa a sangoma, you know, um a traditional healer, you know. I was raised in such in, in that situation where we were worshiping um, the spirit of ancestors. We were worshiping ancestors, and I was I was confused because my mother, before he, she became a sangoma, she was a prophet in a certain church in the seventies. She was um, a God-fearing woman, but. You know, somewhere along the way the devil misled her and she became a sangoma. But I was confused about one thing. That is why I always say I don't I I didn't get exactly who my mother was sometimes. Because all the time before he would do all these things that he would do, perform all these ceremonies, but he he used to pray. She used to pray all the time. She would pray before doing anything. She would read the Bible. You will see her studying the Bible like nobody's business. My mother knew the Bible from Genesis to to, to the book of Revelation. But she she just couldn't fight off the sin. So I know all about these sins. I come and I grew up in such an environment. You know, I, I used to go to nightclubs. I used to go to taverns. I used to drink. I used to smoke. I used to a player, you know, I used to do all sorts of things. Things that I regard as, as, as nothing but rubbish. Things that I regard as nothing but rubbish. Now that I'm Christ, I know I was in the darkness. But not many people know that they are living in the darkness because they see nothing wrong with what they are doing. So it's, it is up to us as children of God to tell them It is up to us, but in such a wise way. Preach to them, bring them the gospel, so that they too might see the light one day. They too might see the light one day. The gospel was preached to me, and I accepted it. It's unfortunate that there will be those who reject the gospel. There will always be those who reject the gospel. Well, it is up to them, because we all of us have been given the choice to choose. Praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 8 says, But now you must get rid of all these things anger, passion, and hateful feelings. Remember, you are now in Christ. These are the things, or this is the baggage you had or sins, or wickedness that was in you when you were in the world, when you were in darkness. Now that you are in Christ, you are in the light. You are a children of light. Now you need to get rid of these things. Get rid of anger. God said you must not be easily angered. The Bible says you must not be easily angered. You cannot be a child of God, but go around angry, feeling angry all the time. You know, hateful feelings. You know, there's hatred in your heart. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot. You can. So you have to pray very hard. Pray that God will grant you the peace, the peace of Jesus. Pray that God will grant you the peace that you need or the strength that you need or the wisdom that you need for you to forgive all those people who have done you wrong. I know some of the things that were done to some people are so horrible, are so horrible. And such people need time. You know, they need time reading the Bible. They need time praying so that they may forget. Some people were raped. Praise God. Some people were raped. Some people were abused for years, being beaten up. We have all sorts of things going on. Some people were betrayed by people they loved the most. So it's about time. Now they say, now I am a new person. I cannot carry this baggage with me. The old person has died. That means everything that the old person felt must die with him. Every negative feeling, the anger, the hatred, the bitterness must die with that old person. Now that I'm in Christ, I am a new creature. That is what the Bible says. It says I'm a new creation. The new creation is starting over because even your sins, the sins of the old person or the old life have been been forgiven. Now that you are in Christ, you are a new creation, meaning that The old things have passed away. The old things are gone. Your sins are forgiven. You are starting on a new slate, on a clean slate. You've been given a a second chance in life. And you've been given an opportunity to share in the kingdom of God. Praise God. Praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. So, no insults or obscene talk must ever come from, from your lips. You, you cannot use the same lips. The, the same lips that you use to worship God, that you use to praise God, that you use to pray to God, and then use the same lips to, 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 to say vulgar things, to, to insult people, to, to curse people, to do all sorts of things. It just, it, it, you just cannot. In fact, keep this body, your whole body, it must be holy, it must be righteous, your heart must be light, it must not be carried, it must not carry things or past baggage. Your heart must be must be light, it must be clean. Because that is where the Holy Spirit resides in your heart. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. Verse 9 says. Do not lie to one another, for you have taken off the old self with its habit. Do not lie. People like lies. I'm talking about serious lies. People like to lie. They lie all the time. You know, they lie. And let let, let me say, perhaps um, uh, the last time you saw me was 10 years ago or 8 years or 5 years ago. You know, by then I was not born again. But you hear you know, people have told you that, hey, a latter-day preacher have turned a new leaf. He is a born-again preacher now. But you meet me, and the first thing that you notice, this guy is still in the business of lying. There is no new person there. Even if I say I'm born again, there is nothing born again there. Because I am still carrying the old person with me. The habits of the old person with me. Unless I die from those habits. Unless I let go of the old life and the old habits. The old person and the old habits. Unless I, when, when, if, if I will be claiming that I am born again. Then that means that everything that is in me now, it's new. The way I talk, it's new. The things I say, it's new. People who have last seen me like 10 years ago, they must recognize these things. They must see the new person that, 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 that I'm talking about today. They must see the new person that is Christ, by his behavior, by his actions, by what he says. We will see them by their fruit. And if you are truly born again, then people who last saw you 10 years ago or 5 years ago, before you knew Christ, then they must say, oh. they must talk nice about you. They must say, I can see that he's, he's really born again. Because the last time I, I, I saw him, he was drunk. The last time I saw him, he was a liar. The last time I saw him, he used to love women. He used to love men. The last time I saw him, he was this. He was a drug user. The last time I saw him, he was a prostitute. The last time I saw him, he was this and that and that. But now, none of those things exist in her or in his life. Because he is a new creation. He is a new creation. Not just a new creation, but a new creation in Christ hallelujah praise mighty jesus so praise god praise god verse 10 says and have put on the new self this is the new being this is the new being which god is creator this this is the new being which god is it's creator is constantly renewing in his own image in order to bring you to a full knowledge of himself. Hallelujah. You must be a new being, a new person. You must be a new person of Jesus Christ, a new person who is Christ, a new person who is in Christ, a new person who is made new by God. And people must notice that, especially people who don't know anything about God. When I say people who don't know anything about God, I'm talking about people who are not yet in Christ. Because some of these people that we see today in, in, in nightclubs in taverns, some of them have been ordained for this eternal life. Some of them God knows that in such a time, I, I, I will call this one. Some of the, the, of, or, or of the prostitute that you see at night when you're driving by, you know, one of those ladies, two, three of those ladies will become preachers of the word, will become prophets, will become apostles. So that is why we must never judge or look down at anyone because God calls Ordinary man and woman. God does not care about your background, your education. None of those things. They don't matter to God. Because God, as he said, when he was, when, when, when he was ordaining uh, um, David, praise God. He said he does not look on the outside. He looks on the inside. So, in simple terms looks can be deceiving that's what they say that is why god looks on the inside of a person praise mighty jesus praise god verse 11 as a result there is no longer any distinction between gentiles and jew circumcised and uncircumcised barbarians savages slaves and freemen but Christ is all, Christ is in all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just let, let me just take you back a bit. Let me just mention this a bit, you know, regarding this verse that I just read now. You know, remember that the gospel um, was brought through Jews. You know, they were supposed to be the people who enlighten the whole of the world, you know. But the same Jews are the ones that rejected the gospel of Jesus Christ. In fact, that is why God saw, it, saw to it that, you know, he raised the apostles, you know, who will preach, you know, and take the gospel to Gentiles. Because the whole way it was supposed to be, that was the plan of God. The whole world was supposed to be free from sin through, through, through the Jews. Praise God. So God raised these apostles like Paul and all of the apostles, Peter and all of them, to preach the gospel to Gentiles. And Gentiles accepted the gospel of God. Praise God. Therefore, by accepting the gospel of God, they they were also gifted with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Meaning Meaning that now the salvation is for everyone. The salvation is free. Anyone can be saved. Not only the Jews. So, before the eyes of God, there is no Jew. There is, no, there is no Gentile, there is no white man, there is no black man, there is no Indian man. They, all those who accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, all those who worship God will gain, will gain their salvation, will receive their salvation will receive their eternal life. It doesn't matter what nationality you are. As long as you fear God, as long as you worship God, as long as you are born again, then there's a place for you in heaven. So there is no Jew. There is no Jew. There is no Jew. There is no Gentile. There is no criminal. There is no murderer. Paul was a murderer. Paul used to persecute the church. Paul was a murderer. He used to imprison women and men and kill them. Praise mighty Jesus. So don't look at uh, a criminal today and look down at him, prostitute today and look down at a prostitute, or a criminal, or a killer, or a murderer, or a serial rapist, whatever it is. God can transform that brother, that sister, in an instant. And God can use him or her mightily anytime. God chooses who he wants to choose. That is why salvation is, is for everyone. Everybody is free to, to receive salvation. If you want to receive salvation, you can receive salvation. It doesn't matter whether you are a slave or a free man. Praise mighty Jesus. In Christ, there is no condemnation. That is what the Bible says. So forget about your old life. Maybe in the old life, you were a prostitute. Maybe you were um, a thug. Maybe you were a gang member. Maybe You used to steal cars. Maybe you used to kill people. Maybe you used to rape people in your old life. Maybe you used to be a drunkard, a drug user, and all these things, on all these bad, bad things. But now that you're in Christ, you are a child of God. Don't look down at yourself. Don't look at your old self. Your old self is dead and gone. You are now risen in Christ. You are risen to life in Christ. That is what the Bible says. Accept the word of God. Move on from your past. You let the people of this world judge you. But God does not look at your past. God is looking at the new preacher. That is you. Well, that's it for today. That's it for today. I am the latter day preacher. I am the latter day preacher. Well, let us just pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father, for this day we thank you father for the opportunity to share your word oh god father i pray that your people will receive your word will receive your word oh god with happy hearts with accepting hearts oh god father i pray that your people will not only receive your word but do your way. That is what you want your people to do. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory, Father. We give you honor. We thank you in the name that is above any other name, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, brothers and sisters, hope you're going to have yourself a wonderful and a blessed weekend. May God grant each and every one of your desires. Thank you. And bye-bye. Father, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we come to you this evening, O God, to glorify you through your word, Father, we magnify you, we honor you, and we bless your name. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have given us to share your word with your people in the name that is above any other name, the name of Jesus. Well, greetings, brothers and sisters. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I am the Latter-day Preacher. Um, This is... um, your favorite podcast. No. Deep utterances of the word of God is the name. We're going deep in the word of God on this chilly, chilly, chilly evening in South Africa. Hope you well. Hope you well. Hope you are. Hope you feel blessed. It's a weekend, it's a Saturday. I feel I feel blessed. I feel blessed. I'm lucky and blessed to be alive thank you jesus uh today we are again on the book of colossians on the book of colossians now we are talking about the person and work of christ we are on chapter 1 verse 15 chapter 1 verse 15 then we will end where the lord says we must end basically that is what we're going to do praise god praise mighty jesus today we are talking as the past pers- the person about the person and the work of Christ, the person and work of Christ. Hallelujah! Let us read our scripture. Let us read and hear what the Lord is saying today to each and every one of us, wherever we are this uh, this this evening, this Saturday evening. Praise God! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Remember if you want to leave, before I even begin, if you want to leave a message, maybe you, 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 you want to interact with me, you can leave a message on this platform, Anchor, where is, there is a place where you can leave a message, a voice message, yeah man, so that we can get in touch and talk about the things of God, hallelujah. So the scripture, the Bible reads like this in verse 15, Christ is the visible likeness of the invisible God. Christ is the the visible likeness of the invisible God. He is the firstborn son, superior to all created things. Superior to all created things. Let us go back on verse 15. Paul here says, Christ is the visible likeness of the invisible God. In other words, what what Paul means here when he says Christ is the the, the visible likeness, is that when you look at him, when you look at Jesus Christ, he is God. Praise mighty Jesus. He is God, but he is the visible God. So when Christ um, came on earth, he was a man just like you and me. We all know that. We all know that. And we also know that no one has ever before seen God walking among men. Walking among men. It was the first time. It was the first time that they have seen God. Even those who did not acknowledge him as God or son of God. It was the first time. When people see God in the physical, in the physical, because when they saw Jesus, they saw God. That is why here Paul is saying Christ is the visible likeness, because he is He is the firstborn. He is the visible likeness. In other words, he is God in the physical. Praise mighty Jesus. So he says... He continues and says, He is the firstborn son, superior to all created things. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. Remember what the Bible says in the book of John, John washing, John, John, John 1, 1. It says that um, in the beginning was the word, and the word was what, was with God. So Jesus from the beginning of time, he was with God. God and the Bible. He, then the Bible says He was like God, and the Bible says nothing was created. Nothing was created but through Him. In in other words, everything that was created was created through Him. Everything that was created was created. Him. In other words, Jesus is the source of everything that was created. So the Bible says here, he is the firstborn son, superior to all created things. Praise God, because he's, he is God. In the flesh, he is God. In the physical, he is God. He is like God. He is the word that was with God in the beginning. Praise mighty Jesus. So verse, verse 16 says, For through him, God created in heaven. Praise mighty Jesus. Let me um, repeat that. For through him, God created everything. In heaven and on earth. The sin and the unseen things. Including spiritual powers. So through Jesus Christ. Everything that you see was created. The sun. The moon. The rivers. The seas. Everything that you see. The animals. The human beings. Us. Everything because he was there from the beginning. So you have to understand when we say Jesus is our God. Otherwise, if Jesus is not your God, then you are not a born again Christian. If you are a born again Christian, then you will say Jesus is my God. Praise mighty Jesus because nothing was created but through him. In other words, everything that you see on this planet, on this universe was created through Jesus. The things that we see and the things that are unseen, including the spiritual powers, praise mighty Jesus. The Bible continues. It says that lords, rulers, authorities, everything was created through Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you have to understand who Jesus is. You have to understand and you have to know who Jesus is. Now we are talking about the person and the work of Jesus. The person and the work of Christ. The person and the work of Jesus. That is who we are talking about now. We are talking about the King of Kings. The Almighty God. Praise mighty Jesus. So verse 17 says, Christ existed before all things and in union with him, all things, praise mighty Jesus, have their proper place. Hallelujah. Hence, I was, I was quoting um, the scripture in John, in the book of John. You can go back to the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation, it says exactly what the book of John says. You know, before even even the world was created, before the world was created, the Bible says God, God was with Jesus. Just to put it plainly, God was with Jesus and Jesus was like God. That is what the Bible says. And nothing was created but through him. So, as you hear, the Bible says now that Christ existed before all things, and in union with him, all things have their proper place. Hence, the Bible is calling him Mighty Jesus, the firstborn. He is the firstborn. Hallelujah. We are all sons of God. We are all sons and daughters of God. But there is always in in each and every family, even in your family, there is a firstborn. There is a firstborn son. There is a firstborn in each and every family. And Christ is that firstborn in our family, in the kingdom of God. He is the firstborn. We are all children of God. But Christ is the firstborn. Christ is the firstborn. Hallelujah. Praise Lord. Praise mighty Jesus. Now let us continue. Verse 18 says, He is the head of his body, the church. He is the source of the body's life. In other words, this means that without Jesus Christ, there is no church. Jesus Christ, the church became because there was Jesus. Praise God. He is the church. He is the head of this church. The church that we're talking about today when we talk about the church when we talk about the body of Christ there wouldn't be any church if it was not for Jesus praise mighty Jesus there would not be a church so Jesus is the life of the church praise mighty Jesus praise mighty Jesus in other words even the church and everything else became because there was Jesus So the source of the church is Jesus Christ. In fact, he is not only the head of the church, but he is also the life of the church. Praise mighty Jesus. He is the firstborn son, oh yes, who was raised from death in order that he alone might have the first place in all things. As the firstborn son of every family, as the firstborn son of every family, he is entrusted with a lot more responsibility. He has been entrusted with with a lot more responsibility. And even, even the responsibility of judging, God has given him authority to judge. Praise mighty Jesus. The same way he gave them the authority to die for for, for us, to save us from sin, to pay for our sin, to pay for our shame, to pay from our poverty, to pay from our sicknesses so that we may receive eternal life. It was Jesus who was given the responsibility to do that the firstborn son of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise you, God. We give praise to God. We glorify him. So verse 19 says, For it was by God's own decision that the son has in himself the full nature of God. Has in himself the full nature of of God in other words Jesus when you saw him you saw God when you see him you see God he is the life he is the way there is nothing else he is the mediator praise mighty Jesus There is no heaven without Jesus. There is no eternal life without Jesus. Our sins are not paid without Jesus. Our sicknesses is not taken away without Jesus. The poverty and the shame is still there without Jesus. But when Jesus is in the picture, then we have no sin. We are not condemned. Praise mighty Jesus. Then we have no shame. Shame doesn't exist anymore. Poverty does not exist anymore. He has taken it all away. He has paid for it all. Praise mighty Jesus. So without Jesus, there is no life. He is the first born son of the kingdom of the living God. So, praise mighty Jesus. So, God has given him authority for everything and he has given him authority to, 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 to do what? To be, to take the full nature of God. So, verse 20 says, through the son, Then God decided to bring the whole universe back to himself through the Son. It was through Jesus Christ, mighty Jesus. It was true. I am saved because because of Jesus Christ, because the grace that came through Jesus Christ. Made sure that I was saved. I am saved. I am ordained for eternal life because of Jesus Christ. It is all thanks to Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the firstborn of the kingdom of God. It is thanks to Him that today I call myself a born again Christian. Today I call myself an ordained Son of God, destined to go to destined for eternal life. Without Jesus Jesus Christ, there was no eternal life. There is no eternal life. Without Jesus, I will be lost. I wouldn't be saved today. Today, I will be condemned without him. But through him, there is no condemnation. Through him, I am free from sin. Through him, even though I am imperfect, but through the blood of Jesus, I am perfected. He is the author and perfect of our faith. He is Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Through the Son, then God decided to bring the whole universe back to himself. If you are in the kingdom of God today, if you are a born again child born today, you are blessed because that, is, that, that was made possible by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has made a lot of things possible for us. Today we are happy to be in the kingdom of God because today we are going to inherit the things of the kingdom of God. But before the Bible says we were enemies of the trust, but before the Bible says we were condemned, but before the Bible says we were going straight into hell, but because of the grace, of our King Jesus. But because Jesus died on that cross. And he was sacrificed. So that me and you may, will not die. But have eternal life. Praise mighty Jesus. So verse 20. That is what verse 20 says. Hallelujah. Through the Son then. God decided to bring the whole universe. Back to himself. God made peace through his son's sacrificial death on the cross, and so brought back to himself all things, both on earth and in heaven. Praise mighty Jesus. What a wonderful God we serve. What a wonderful God, what a loving God, what a merciful God we serve, because we have to understand that today you are born again, that today you call yourself a child of God, because it is because of the mercy of God. It is because of the grace of God. It is truly the demonstration of ultimate love. There is no other love than the love of God. The Bible says God is love. God is is love. God is love. And he has demonstrated his love through his son, Jesus Christ. Praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 21 says, At one time you were far away from God and were his enemies because of the evil things you did and thought. Of course, that is so true. At one time we were enemies of the cross. At one time, we were helpless sinners. At one time, we were living wicked lives. But through the grace of Jesus Christ, but through the Son of God, the firstborn of the kingdom of heaven, now we have life. We have eternal life. Now we are saved. Now we are covered in the blood of the Holy Lamb. Now we have a place that we can call home. Now we know where we are going. Now we know where our destiny is. Now we know as we imagine the new Jerusalem. Now we know that we will dwell side by side with God. And the book of Revelation says, He will be our God and we will be His children. Oh, his people. Praise mighty Jesus. The Bible says we will rule with him. The Bible does not say we will be his subjects. No, 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 no. The Bible says that the blood of Jesus has made it possible for us to rule side by side with God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are going to a place where they are, they, 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 no, no one will try. No tears there. There's no hunger there. There's no poverty there. Praise mighty Jesus. We are all equal there. Praise mighty Jesus. It is through the blood of Jesus. That is what I'm trying to to say to you. So We will attain the eternal life because of, of, of the blood of Jesus. Because of Jesus Christ. Without Jesus Christ, none of those things were possible. Hallelujah. So give glory to God. Hey, mighty Jesus, I am loving this. Uh, verse 22 says, But now, by means of the physical death of his son, God has made you his friends in order to bring to you. Praise, mighty. Okay. Let me just go back to verse 21. At one time, you were far away from God and were enemies. And you were his enemies because of the evil things you did and thought. Hallelujah. Verse 22 says, But now, by means of the physical death of his son, God has made you his friends in order to bring you holy, pure, and faultless into his presence. What are we now? God is looking at us now, but not only as his children, but his friends. Before Jesus came, before Jesus came, we were what? We were not friends of God. We were enemies of God because we were sinners. Why? Because even the sacrifices that we were making, the cows, the the, the goats that we were slaughtering, you know, to to, to appease whatever we were doing there, you know, for, for forgiveness of sins, the blood of those things was not even enough was not enough to reconcile us with God. It was not enough to give us eternal life. That is why God sent his only son, his only begotten son, to demonstrate his love for us because he did not want to destroy us. He loves us. That shows you that God is not a killer. He is a merciful God full of love. God is not a killer. He is a merciful God full of love. He gave us a second chance. We were undeserving of this. That is why grace is called unmerited favor. The meaning of grace means unmerited favor. Favor that we did not deserve. Praise God. We could have died like the people in in Sodom and Gomorrah. We could have died like the people during the days of Noah. God could have destroyed all of us if he wanted to. But because he loved us so much. He sent his only begotten son so that we will be saved from death, so that we will be saved and free from sin, so that we will no longer be called his enemies, but his friends. Not only his children, but his friends. That is the kind of God that we save. A loving God. Praise God. My goodness. My goodness. Only because he wanted to make us pure. We were unholy. We were not pure at all. We were full of sin. But God wanted to make us pure. Only the blood of Jesus could make us pure. Only the blood of the Holy Lamb could make us pure. Only the blood of Jesus could make us holy. Only the blood of the Holy Ghost could make us holy. Praise mighty Jesus. And faultless in his presence. So verse 23 says, You must, mighty Jesus, praise God. Praise God. Praise mighty Jesus. You must of course continue faithful on a faith on a firm on a firm and sure foundation and must not allow yourself to be shaken from the hope you gained when you heard the gospel. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. So Paul is saying that you must not be shaken from that faith that you received through the word of god you must not be shaken when you hear the gospel because of the gospel of jesus christ because you heard the gospel of jesus christ and 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 and, and, and wisely enough you did not reject it you accepted it it found a place in your heart to stay now do not be shaken do not be shaken do not stand firm in your faith in Jesus, stand firm in your faith in God. Do not be shaken. When trouble comes, when sicknesses comes, when poverty comes, when 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 all struggle, calamities come, do not be shaken in your faith. Stand firm because none of those things will be around forever. Troubles come, they pass, they go away. Focus on the promises of God. Focus and fix your eyes on Jesus. Focus and fix your eyes on God. Stand firm in your faith. Stand firm in your faith. brother, sister. stand firm in your faith. Do not be shaken by troubles. Do not be shaken by calamities, by sicknesses. Do not be shaken. Stand firm in your faith. In the word of God. Stand firm in your belief in Jesus Christ. Stand firm in your belief in God. Stand firm. Do not be shaken. Thank you Lord Jesus. Mm. Thank you Father. The person and the work of Christ. Stand firm. And Paul says here, lastly, as we are finishing today's um, episode, Paul says here, it is of this gospel that I, Paul, became a servant. This gospel, which has been preached to everybody in the world. It is because of this gospel that I, Latter-day preacher became a servant. This gospel that has been, you've been given, this gospel has been preached to you and you accepted it. Now you are in Christ. All you have to do is to stand firm. Do not move in your faith. Stand firm. Do not allow troubles to move you. Do not allow challenges of this life, of this world to move you. Focus on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus, on the promises of God. Focus on Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, that's it for today. Brothers and sisters, let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you glory for this day. Father, we thank you for your word we thank you father for the opportunity that you have given us to share your word with your people oh god father may you enter the hearts of your people may you give them wisdom oh god so that they will not be moved so that they will stand firm in their faith in the lord in their faith in jesus in their faith in god may they stand firm in their faith in God. May they fix their eyes on our Lord Jesus Christ. May they fix their eyes on the promises of God. May they imagine the new Jerusalem. May they imagine the eternal life because it is the promises of God. And the God that we serve, the Bible says, he is not a man who lies, Nor is he a son of man that he should repent praise mighty jesus father we give you glory for your word and we pray in the name that is above any other name the name of our lord jesus christ amen thank you father brothers and sisters i am the latter day preacher coming all the way from south africa i am hoping and praying that you have a blessed 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 weekend um do not forget but i am going to um again remind you about this Uh, next week I think by Monday or Tuesday we are starting a new series it's a a series with 10 episode series Um, we are starting that series Uh, the series is called The Teachings of Jesus Christ we'll be focusing on the teachings of Jesus Christ it's only going to be 10 segments or 10 episodes so please bear with me by next week we are continuing and we are beginning a new series. I think tomorrow I will be live again, just um, to finish off this week on Sunday, but starting from Monday, it's a new thing altogether, a new series. We're praying, we, 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 we're preaching, we preaching, we, we're teaching the word of God. May God bless you. May God grant you all the desires of your hearts wherever you are in the world, and thank you for your support, brothers and sisters. In Jesus' mighty name. Bye-bye. Thank you.